0: First things first, something that hasn't changed from the beginning is if someone wants a demo, they're gonna get a demo right away, right? And we are client first. We want their first experience of Oracle, of Moat within Oracle to be a pain-free one, something that's thoughtful. So now because of the nature of our solutions, you know, we're measuring how a brand and or a publisher's audience pays attention to digital ads. The analytic data sets that we have in, in our UI, like we, those are proprietary. You know, we can't demo off of that. I mean, that would be amazing, but, but we don't do that. So the best version that we have here is more of a generic version of our UI with some, some dummy data.
1: Hey everyone, George Soto here and you're watching Demo Diaries. Today I'm joined by Jose Diaz, who is strategic client partner at Oracle. And you know, I know you do uh, quite a few things within your organization. How are you, Jose? Doing
0: fantastic. I mean, happy to be here and thanks for the invite.
1: Thank you. Why don't you tell folks a little bit about your career background? How did you get? now to start working at, you know, one of the largest companies on planet earth in Oracle.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I've been in a sales function for almost 15 years now. And during this time, it has always been new business sales, specifically for SaaS solutions in a variety of different uh, areas, whether it was HR solutions, um, communication platforms and APIs, and most recently measurement and um, analytics for digital advertising uh, in my most recent role you know I was amongst the first uh, salespeople hired uh, to help a company come out of stealth right it's a lot of evangelism that company was moat had a very successful exit a few years back uh, was acquired by oracle and which is where I continue to do new business also taking on more of a a coach role as well for some of our more senior enterprise reps, as well as a subject matter expert in some of our more, um, complex, more customized products that
1: we have. Got it. Yeah. I mean, you, how many SKUs do you have at Oracle? I mean, I'm going to say 500 or maybe more. too many.
0: Too many. We added a bunch more when, when Mo joined
1: nice. and we acquired more
0: companies. So we, we continue to add
1: more, but yeah. So- Totally. Now let's let's talk a little bit about the demo. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk to companies of all sizes uh, all the time, and you know the the demo is a challenge for an organization that has one product. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're like selling multiple SKUs, and then you have to run an organization that uh, that has so much variance what's first of all, what's that process like getting a demo done? And I think there's probably two perspectives I'd love to learn about is one at Moat, how did y'all do it? And then now rolling into Oracle, when you have to like change processes and start aligning with other organizations through the MA, mm-hmm. what's that process like now at, at Oracle?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think first things first, something that hasn't changed from the beginning is if someone wants a demo, they're going to get a demo right away. Right, and we are client first. We want their first experience of Oracle, of Moat within Oracle, to be a pain-free one, something that's thoughtful. So now, because of the nature of our solutions, you know, we're measuring how a brand and/or a publisher's audience pays attention to digital ads. The analytic data sets that we have in in our UI. Like we, those are proprietary. You know, we can't demo off of that. I mean, that would be amazing, but but we don't do that. So the best version that we have here is more of a generic version of our UI with some some dummy data, right? Um, and we then frame examples, right, in terms of how our prospects can expect to work with us, right? So the the demo UI is private and the various different demo UIs that we have. And each sales rep um, logs into their own accounts. They pull up the appropriate UI based on the persona. You know, we have some geared more towards digital publishers. We have more geared towards advertisers and so on. So uh, from there, we adjust certain timelines, enable different metrics that make the most sense to the customer and the variety of different customers that we have. And we have hundreds of metrics that so we don't want to overwhelm. So, so that's part of the process It's just, making sure that all that's ready to go on the first call and while it's not real data right um, it does allow us sales reps to kind of paint that picture you know oftentimes through you know thoughtful ideation between both sides and customizing the discussion um, based on their business uh, the companies you know would agree to the pilot right Uh, i think at that point then the second call you're demoing their actual data on there Right, and that always makes for an accelerated process. Right, and you know, it significantly improves that process. Shows exactly what a relationship may look like. So now that process has been transferred over and pretty much distributed to everything that's under our organization within the Oracle Advertising Cloud. Um, so that's a good thing that Oracle was able to see this worked right, for, for Moat and kind of in terms of evangelizing, in terms of the space that we're in. So we were able to continue that, scale it out and replicate it. So that kind of simple, they want a demo, let's get it done and let's make it relevant right then and there.
1: Got it. And do you have like a team that's v- specifically focused on creating demos for your enterprise sales organization? And is that, if so, is that sales engine? Is that product marketing? Like who usually yeah, that, does that?
0: That's a good question. Um, from the very beginning, and again, still continues to be the uh, the individual rep, right? So the, the client partner, the senior client partner, depending on the types of accounts they're working on, uh, they own that. So so they have access to these UIs. They uh, create the demo experience, you know, from start to finish, and essentially they they own that. I mean, I think you know once the reps are uh, pretty comfortable with the core competencies of the solutions really then about understanding the personas, right? That's what ends up helping them go in there and create these demos, right? And customize it, you know, uh, you know, what will a VP of ad operations at a digital publisher care about and really improve his specific role versus what will, you know, a brand manager at a large CPG company be most interested in diving into It's the same look and feel on the ui if you think about it it's same metrics but a significantly different narrative so so that's where kind of our like our difference really comes in we don't it's not a demo that's going to be it might look the same but what comes out of it and how it's uh, how we drive the process is completely different right it, it's really about understanding that narrative so we try to aim to train our reps Right to understand those small you know, nuances, you know, provide a thoughtful demo that addresses that particular client's um, pain points, and really have them envision our solution as something that they're going to have day to day, right? And and throughout that, we weave in that concept that this is a flexible product; it can be customized, right? So we talk about that throughout, right? So yes, this is what it looks like here, but. It can also look a little different based on what you're telling me right now, and that takes a ton of repetition, right? Yeah. That's you know a ton of mock demos, you know, with your teammates, you know, constant shadowing, you know, various recordings that we have available, how it's been done differently, and really the expectation, you know, for these demos is not to, you know, sound like you know the number one rep at the company, not to uh, get fatigued over the same. Top track over and over. It's really make it your own. Once you do that, once you I guess make it more authentic, it's a better conversation. You know, it's more fluid. The demo becomes more of a, of a backdrop, right? Like the actual product itself, right? The capabilities, all of that. It's just more of a backdrop. It's just more of a conversation of of moving it along and, and seeing if it works.
1: Got it. You know, you you mentioned first call, second call. Do you have a, a like a very specific demo that you would use for that first call, which it sounds to me is maybe, you know, it's a strategic account. So maybe they've worked with Oracle in the past. So they're mm-hmm. you know, somewhat familiar with Oracle or maybe, of course, everyone knows Oracle as a brand right now. Right. Uh, but it, it sounds to me like you're still sort of doing a little bit of discovery. Throughout that process in that first call, so do you have like something that maybe hits two or three points, and then you're able to sort of frame the conversation a little better, get discovery from someone who's now a little more informed, and then you come yeah. back in a second meeting, and then now that demo is perhaps a little more customized or tailored.
0: Yes, absolutely, and and there's a bit of also a bit of a difference of um, moat before acquisition, more after acquisition. So back in 2014, 2015, you know, the this idea of what we were talking about, right? Transparency in the digital marketplace, it, it was a newer concept, right? It didn't exist. So there was a lot of evangelism. So um, there were no inbound leads, it was all outbound. So when we had that conversation of someone that was like, this sounds interesting, tell me about it. It wasn't straight into here's the demo, here's what it does, you know, what we, we would start was with a more of what we call a vision pitch, right? So, you know, here's who we are and, and what we're trying to accomplish and and how we're approaching, you know, this space, right? And then from there, we tease out, right, a, um, a, a demo of what it looks like, right? Again, based on the personas, they're a publisher. I want to make sure that I make it relevant to them that even at the beginning, right, it's just strictly, um, here's your website and here's how our technology works. And here it is working in real time. And by the way, all of this data that we collect, here's what the UI may look like, right? So, so that's, you know, the kind of the discovery, like, you know, as a publisher, they can use this solution. Again, back 2014, 2015, there was no budget for this. This is a new concept, right? So, 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 so it's having more, I guess, stakeholders join the next one, See the same thing all over again, right? Because that you you want to buy into the vision, right? This is not just let's plug this in and 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 that's it. This is more like we're gonna build this together. We're gonna to take your input and and design it so that six months from now, nine months from now, it's gonna be different. So so there was that piece, that beginning piece. Obviously, the the you would advance that to an actual pilot right? So let's actually look at your data, right? This all makes more sense if it's your data on here. And guess what? The process to do it is pain-free, right? So then the next two or three calls would be concentrating on their data. Then it's just more of a consultation, like, here's what's working. Here's what's doing really well. This is your data. still, it's, I can click on today and we can see what's happening right now, right? So th- that was initially the first I guess, steps that we would have, you know, in terms of moving them along the process. Nowadays, you know, fast forward six, seven years, um, you know, when we have conversations, you know, we're, we're more known. I mean, we do get the occasional, which always excites me. Someone's like, I have no idea what you guys do. Um, talk to me like, you know, like I've never heard of you guys or what you guys do at Oracle. I'm like, great. So we start that process. It's, you know i love it uh but oftentimes it's like hey like i remember you know we use mode at our last company right i remember so it's like instead of just kind of jumping in and just being like awesome like are you, do you want to have it again it's more well let's kind of walk through some of the uh, maybe what you might have missed during this time that you didn't use it right and that's again A demo that would be specific with some of the things that they're used to right so like remember this feeling remember coming in here and and being able to have all this data at your fingertips and actually look what we've added since right like what's your feedback like does it make sense to you know get this going and we can see how this all works again so um so yeah it's in terms of the the discovery like i go into it like before that like your publisher like you are definitely going to need this. You're a platform that represents publishers. You're going to need this. And this is why, right? I already know those, those facts. Same thing. Because you it.
1: understand I, the persona. Intimate exactly. We, we have it
0: down to a very specific persona, right? It's very rare that we talk to someone. It's like, how can you apply this? Let's talk about this together. And then we set up next steps after that. And, and that does happen sometimes when you have that conversation, you give them a quick, you know, one minute overview before you really start diving in, get their feedback. And it's like, actually, you're talking about this completely different solution on the Oracle, you know, marketing cloud, you know, like I can make an introduction. And, and I think based on what you described, based on how this wouldn't fit, like I can make an introduction to, you know, someone that can speak to exactly what you need on a completely different, you um, I guess a sector of Oracle (laughs) It's huge.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Massive. Right. Yeah. Quick question. So do you have an SDR or any sort of like junior salesperson that goes and re-engages accounts for you and then hands them off? Or are you doing that essentially prospecting yourself?
0: Yeah. So from, from the very beginning, the prospecting the inbound lead qualification, you know, was, was owned by the sales reps and, and, and that was, that was on purpose like the the idea here was that what we wanted to avoid which i oftentimes see uh the, you know the concept of sdrs which i think is awesome but sometimes it's just more of how many people can you spray right and so i get emails every day that are just like you know like oh we can help your startup you know like completely transform and I'm just like all you had to do was google moat and you would know that we are part of oracle right? So so this is not applicable, right? So that's what we wanted to avoid from the very beginning. We want to make sure, okay, we have a, a small set of people that are new business, you know, for this startup. We want to make sure that every interaction that they have is relevant and is thoughtful. That was key, right? We want to make sure that if I reach out to George at Reprise, that he sees the email and maybe he's not interested in buying right now but when he sees the email he's gonna say this is actually very relevant to me or they provided this you know piece of content that I can share with with my team members because this is useful And lo and behold, it worked. you know we did get a lot of you know great feedback like hey like this is really cool like I'm not the right person but I definitely forward this around like this was useful content that you sent this was a, a very targeted, piece of content a very targeted message that you provided so uh so because i was working we kind of kept that going you know over time we did end up adding as we grew bigger as as we kind of honed in our personas um and especially under oracle you know we are starting more to to um to bring on board sdrs with that kind of thinking right So, so not not a not a quantity play, right? It's just more of a let's let's take the let's take the playbook from super startup environment and, and apply it to you, right? And and I think that ultimately is is more useful.
1: Awesome. How do you make sure that first of all you as the individual rep uh, are focused on the uh, demo and the talk track that you know, you were trained on. So I know sometimes you can sort of like deviate a bit, you know, there's variables that are being thrown in that you weren't ready for. So how do you actually do that? And the second part of my question is, how do you make sure as a leader that your reps are following that talk track, staying on the rails?
0: Yeah, so so I think this is where it becomes really important um, based on on the company where you work, I mean, and, and, and how the leadership just kind of um creates a vision that then starts to really infiltrate all over so you know as a company focused on how do we make brand advertising more effective in digital like we ourselves you know have to be very conscious of our own brand right we want to be consistent we want to make it our own but we want to be consistent you know so you know when like one of the things that was instilled early on is if someone requests a demo or if someone you know, like reaches back out, you know, from an outbound email and says, yeah, like I want to explore further. I want to see it. Uh, we will reach out within that day realistically within an hour. You know, we have metrics, you know, that, that help us track that, that help us understand, obviously the, the basics like demos created, demos, you know, like move to, you know, the next phase, but then also being able to um, to understand the the velocity, how quickly we're able to Reach out to them beforehand, and those type of things are are rewarded. I mean, it's not reaching back out, right, and being like, "Hey, like, here's a questionnaire before we talk to you, or talk to these two two other people before you can talk to me, and we can go through it." It's it's just sure. Let's schedule it. What's the most convenient for you? That's it, right? They they're interested, um, and you know, in terms of you know, how do we hold our reps accountable to this? I mean. Uh, a lot of it is, is trust, but a lot of it has to do with, with the hiring process, right? We want to make sure that they align with this, right? This is not something where we just want someone to come in and and say whatever they need to say to get the deal done. Like we we have to be very, very conscious of our own brand, which has helped us, you know, in the past, right? There's a reason why, you know, this, we just didn't fold as, you know, like, oh, Advertising by Oracle, right? Like we kept the name because it has it has meaning to people in the industry. Um, so, you know, the UIs, you know, that are available for demoing for reps. Um, there's no permissions, you know, that that they can, you know, just go in and start demoing um, other clients' accounts. Not that they would, but you know, it's just something that's just built in. Um, we also focus a lot on training. Right, a lot, a lot on shadowing calls. Like I jump in on calls all the time, just just to help, just to say like, yeah, like this is great, or or, or this is what I would do differently. Um, I think what we want to avoid is any bottlenecks, even in the conversations, right, with, with the uh, um, uh, with the prospect, you know, during the demo, you know, we make sure that everything is pre cached beforehand, right? You click on something, it's going to work right away, right? There's no you know, sorry, let's just wait for this to load or, you know, I, there's no data here. Let me, let me click something else, bear with me. That's all, that's all done, you know, when, when we do the mock calls, when we do, we do the trainings. And, and so, so we're, we're also, you know, a smaller team. So, so we, we definitely collaborate more. So I think that's definitely uh, something that, that helps in keeping everything in check, keeping the brand in check and making sure that there's a consistent process. Yeah, awesome. But as we scale, we try to continue to apply that.
1: Got it. Well, Jose, quick question. What's one actionable tip that you would give sales reps and sales leaders and or uh, selling to the enterprise around optimizing that demo, right? So that that moment that you're demoing, I like to say that, you know, you get in sort of the game, right? And you're like, all right. I'm, I'm sharing my screen or, you know, because we're all sharing our right. screens these days, right? And now I'm in demo mode. What's one tip that you saw was super effective?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, it's removing as much friction as possible. So it's it's being able to just kind of show them under the hood from the very beginning, right? I mean, it's uh, I, I've been on some demos, you know, I've seen others where, where it's very much like, you know, here's, you know, just you know, just the top level, but if you want more, you know, you're going to have to commit to do this or you have to do this. Like, like I get it, like you, no one wants to waste time, but at the same time, I think removing friction is the best tip that I can offer in terms of improving the demo process today. You know, when people are interested in seeing it, or if someone actually takes time to write in and say, yes, I want to do a demo. This is the size of my company. And, and I'm interested and here are some dates. You know, that's a certain mindset that they have. You have to go in there thinking about that. It's a mindset of exploring further, right? For wanting to know, uh, you know, w- what you do, right? And then this doesn't mean, you know, they're ready to buy. This isn't a signal of like, let me let me close them as soon as possible, right? They wrote in. It, it just means that they're more of an inquisitive zone at that point, right? When, when they log in, they get on the Zoom uh, and they just wanna learn about your product. So why not position I guess your product right then and there, however you want with your brand, you know, with with your, um, you know, with your offering, uh, you know, why have them do a million things before they can actually see that? Why have them have to commit to something before they get to see the next thing? Um, And it's a chance for them to ask questions for you to start shaping a narrative. And I mean, I think the removal of friction from the very beginning of your company's product experience to an end user like that's just a reflection of the thoughtfulness that they can expect as a client um yeah you know, there's there's no better way to start it off than like like these are good guys and and it was useful right and i want to talk to them again
1: awesome well jose thank you so much uh, i'm sure you're on of course uh, linkedin all day so if folks want to get in contact is linkedin probably the best channel to reach you
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, Jose M. Diaz on
1: LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, enjoy New York City when I'm out there again. I used to live in Astoria. I'll definitely uh, hit you up.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Take care.
1: Cool. Thank you.